Hello and welcome to the Agents of Game podcast. I am Dave, and with me today are Matt. Hello. Sean. Hey. And Dan. Hi. Bueller? I'm super excited. We haven't done this with Dan in a while. Bueller? <laughs> Bueller? I know Just that to... it's a really disgusting chore to walk around uh, your base in Ark and pick up all the poops so that you can then take them and feed them to a beetle. But it gives you fertilizer and oil. It's such a bizarre game mechanic and thing to do. I mean, it's great. I get it. Yeah, but, but... it makes so much sense. I mean, that's basically what manure is. You right. Know? It, it really Someone does. goes around and does that for a living. I need, I need a machine or a dino that just walks around and does it on its own. That would be I, nice. I'm just, I, I literally have probably 500 pounds of poop on me right now. I'm picked up. Four mammoth turds. I mean, this is not something a normal person would do. <laughs> well, you, you know, each of the dinosaurs, well, most dinosaurs have some sort of special ability that makes them cool. Um, they have their own unique skill. I want the sorting monkey. Oh, Basically, yes, you, you, you come back from being out, you put all your junk in the monkey, and he puts it in the appropriate chest. It'd right? Be great. That oh, my God. That would be amazing. Awesome. Because as much as I want to have, I desperately want to have organized uh, storage lockers and chests and such. I am not that person. I can't do that. I, I lose interest after put. Oh, oh, hey, let's have this storage locker be for bullets. And I put one single bullet in. It's like, I am bored. I can't do this. <laughs> and I move on to doing other things. It's I can't handle it. Yeah, yeah. I do it, but it's, it's just tedious and takes up too much time. So I need a sorting monkey. I just, I just need a sorting monkey. Yeah, exactly. I have seen the some people. Someone made a mod for the dung beetle where he pick he goes out and picks up poop on his own. Yes, which makes I more saw sense. That like if he too, yeah. desperately wants to eat poop, he could go find it on his own. That would be nice. Yeah, but then you run the risk of him getting squashed by some other dino or something. <laughs> True. Were you saying the trick with making those guys work is if they stop making fertilizer, just turn them off, wander, and turn them back on? That's what I usually do, and it seems okay. to always work. Nice. Um, sometimes it seems like if their first item in their inventory slot uh, is fertilizer or oil, maybe that causes problems mm. as well. I'm not sure. Interesting. But, you know, usually if you empty them out when you interact with them, then that shouldn't be an issue. But anyway. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I kind of hijacked things there for a second. But you were if anything, that just shows I I am still, you know, we usually talk about what we're playing. I am still playing ARC all the time and loving it. It is really awesome. It is, it is amazing. We have some more people on our server, and apparently they ran into my turrets and got killed when I was <laughs> offline. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I know that my defenses work. Nice. In other news, Digital Dumpster Diving is reviewing Mind's Eyes. We'll be recording that tomorrow night. That's uh, a game that's free on Steam. We were talking a little bit about that earlier, and it's kind of like a poor man's PT. I might try to stream or record some of that if I can get a camera set up on myself. You'd probably get more entertainment out of me jumping and possibly squealing like a girl than you will out of the game itself. But uh, But it's a game, and it's free, so you're welcome to try that out. Awesome. I, I once had a conversation with my wife. She, I made some comment about uh, this bread that we had gotten for free. And I said, this isn't very good bread because it kept tearing. All I wanted to do is spread peanut butter on it for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. She's like, well, it was free. So I'm like, well, if somebody gives you an iPhone and says, here is this free iPhone. Oh, by the way, you can't make any calls with it. You can't use any apps. 
and it can't surf the web. Oh, it also can't listen to music, but it's a free iPhone. Would you want that iPhone? (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of my my Mm -hmm. opinion of free things. So yeah, I'm with you. Well, see, the the nice thing about this is, is there are games that are just you know a complete waste of your time and miserable to play. Even if you don't like Mind's Eyes, I think I got through it start to finish in about 45 minutes. I'm probably gonna do a couple more run throughs of it, but you know that's even a, a bad game. That's not too awfully bad of a time investment but yeah, on some for sure thanksgiving is next week actually no thanksgiving this is week. this week yes so we will not be recording an episode thursday so enjoy your time without having to listen to us yay <laughs> um we have our patreon is now live and we also have an indiegogo set up to help us get to ces and upgrade some of our equipment november 9th or excuse me december 9th and 10th we'll be doing a 24-hour live stream as well with lots of insanity it has been recommended that in addition to streaming games and other things there's the very real possibility that if enough money is in play uh you might get to watch someone rip the hair out of my back and or legs <gasps> oh nice live <laughs> on camera hot waxing action Indeed. that would be amazing and so for those you can, of you who doubt the hilarity of hot waxing i suggest you go and watch the movie hitch <laughs> there's an excellent hot waxing scene there it's it's pretty funny and or so, uh, what's the forty-year-old virgin has a really good uh, wax. Oh my word! Forty-year-old yes. virgin too. Yes, yeah. that's excellent as well. That's what I thought you were going to go to. I don't know if I, I guess. Yeah, I've seen Hitch. I, I don't remember that part of it necessarily. It's but. um, what's his name? Oh the, my word! Sure. How did I forget? His Kevin name? James. Yes, Kevin James. Yeah. He's getting his back waxed. Yeah. Forty-year-old virgin probably is funnier. You're right. I will not be shouting out the name of Kelly Clarkson, although who knows what else might come out of my mouth. But uh... Kelly Clarkson! <laughs> uh, that would be amazing. But yes, yeah, so if... So, uh... whatever the donation incentive for that is, <laughs> someone needs to make sure that gets met. And, be uh, yeah, for sure. Yes, and there are also strange things which I might potentially ingest. And uh, we're still lining up who else is going to be involved with the stream and what the schedule is going to be, but it will be awesome. So definitely slot out some time on December 9th and 10th for our 24-hour live stream. Nice. And given that uh, Thanksgiving is this week and that typically, I mean, if you haven't started your holiday shopping already, that's usually when many people start. What do you guys have on your holiday wish lists? Oh man, you know, I was I was trying to think about that the other day. I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, I'm so bad at stuff like that. I was trying to, because I, I figured we'd talk about that today. I was trying to think of, of the, the big things for me, which is, I should have kept a list because I feel like this whole fall has been just this crazy stream of games that I, I want, but I haven't been picking up because I've been trying to save some money. And so there is this huge list of things that I haven't played yet. Final Fantasy, I guess, would be one of them. That's definitely on my list. And that's coming out next week. That, yeah, I was a little bummed that wasn't coming out on PC because, as we've talked yes, about on here, I've, I've angrily switched over to PC gaming primarily. And I still have my consoles. Yeah, you know, I'm so mad about this whole the pros, and we talked about that a few episodes back, and the the scorpions and the Scorpios and whatnot. It's, it's infuriating. Uh, yeah. So Final Fantasy was on PC. That would definitely be one of them. I'll probably still get it 
uh, on one of the systems. If you've got kids, Finding Dory came out last week. Oh, yeah, That's a pretty good one. One of Disney's better sequels. Yep. So if you haven't got that, that's something to pick up this weekend. Ooh, anybody that can find it. I mean, I assume the big gift, like we've, I've got mine already. Uh, So, I mean, suck it, haters, but uh, (laughs) the NES Classic. (laughs) Yes, I failed to get mine. Supposed to get them for for Black Friday, so I'll be spending some time over at Best Buy this weekend. See, they have not told uh, the game store that I work at. They've told us that we're getting more, but they haven't said when or how many. So The artificial scarcity bothers me mm-hmm. with that. I mean, mm-hmm. they knew it was going to be big. The internet it's blew up when it was announced, and it's like, oh, hey, we're going to make it a big deal by not making many of them. It's standard Nintendo bullcrap. Yes, Nonsense. yes it is. Child games. I don't understand. They know that they could have produced a billion of them, and they and didn't. they would have sold a billion of them. They yeah, absolutely yeah, I think would the have. parts would not be that hard. Yeah, and because I don't think that I don't know. You know, companies have always seemed like they've done this, and Nintendo has been notorious for it. I don't think it really creates that much more buzz by not having them. I don't know. I could be wrong. To me, all it's doing is generating a secondary market. All of this money, everyone wants to buy them, and there are none to buy. Yeah. You're missing out on all these sales opportunities. Seriously. Yeah, I I really don't get it. Neither do I. But apparently some big wigs at Nintendo do. Yeah, I know that's something that I would definitely like. Dead Rising 4 was on my list until I found out that there's no campaign co-op. There's still some sort of a co-op version, but it's not going to be meaningful anymore. So that came, that went from being a game that was definitely on my list for December to, uh, yeah, we'll kind of wait and see. Yeah, why do developers make those weird, weird decisions that take a game back a few steps from its previous sequels or whatever you want to call it? Yeah, I don't know. Because like, I mean, we know people played Rising Two and Three more because of the co-op, so let's not add the co-op in this new one, <laughs> right? And they even have the time limit off, so like that's even more co-op fun. I just oh, me time away. limits in that game were such a horrible choice, and whoever thought that was a cool idea should be let go. When I was playing it, it felt like the game. Like I didn't play the first Dead Rising, but in Dead Rising Two, it felt like the game didn't even know what it was because I could either. With the time limits on, it felt like a cool zombie survival game, but then you had all the crafting stuff and all the goofy, madcap, crazy silliness, but you couldn't do any of that with the time on, really. And so it was like, what game is this? Is this a serious, intense zombie survival game, or is this a game where you're supposed to be having fun and goofing off? Because you right, exactly. can't really do both very effectively. That is a great point. I completely agree. And so, yeah, I was really excited about, you know, doing co-op in this one with no time limit, or at least the option to have no time limit, and and run through some co-op with some friends, and they slapped me down. Very sad. Like a red-headed stepchild. (laughs) Uh, Dan and Matt, what what, uh, is on your list for the holidays? Pretty much just the Nintendo Classic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I'm also a pretty avid reader, and my favorite art author right now is a guy named brandon sanderson yeah i've um, met brandon as have i i slept in his house nice. not in his bed nice <laughs> yeah he came to church with us a couple of times so he's an excellent author he's got a lot of good books uh the mistborn trilogy is absolutely uh, amazing 
The the color um, one is one of my favorites. What is it? Why can't I think of the name of it? Oh, the yeah. the war the the. I I know what you're talking about. The but one's I can't about think the goddamn color bringer, maybe. Uh, Warbreaker. Warbreaker. Yes, there you is go. Is that it? That sounds right. I think that's right. That was the first book of his I read. I really liked it. Um, I have not brought myself to read his his ending for Wheel of Time though. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the Wheel of Time series, so I haven't checked out any of that. I, I'm going to um, have to leave this and our ARC server and everything else that has to do with you, because that is the greatest series ever written in fantasy. <laughs> and we can't be friends or speak anymore. <laughs> I have I have a Wheel of Time tattoo. That is how much I love Wheel of Time. Absolutely. And that's the reason that I have right. read his books is because it is really, really like that series is near and dear to my heart. Like two of the characters describe my wife and I's relationship, um, his outlook on women, like uh, the, the that particular character and his wife. Like I read those sections as, as almost a guidebook on how to deal with my wife. I mean, she is exactly like his wife and their interactions together are <laughs> the exact same as mine and they there were even the exact same as the beginning of our relationship up until this point has followed almost exactly the way these two have have figured out how to live with each other it's been really interesting um so yeah that's the that book series has a, has a really big spot and it, all of my all of my friends that i played D with growing up were into that book and and yeah, yeah, the, that whole series was so great. And so I haven't been able to, it's like, you know, when he passed away, it's just like, I don't know if somebody else could take over and go the right direction with it. I've heard that it's great. I've heard that people really dig his ending, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I will do it someday. Well, you definitely make a strong case for me checking it out. And like I said, I, I like pretty much anything he's written. So that would be on my list. Wheel of Time and the Brandon Sanderson ending. And um, his latest set of novels is called The Way of Kings. And I think there's two of them out that I've read. I'm assuming there's a third one out already, so I need to find out for sure. And that's on my list. I'm pretty easy to shop for. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Dave, what about you? What are you looking for? Um, the power to choose who lives and who dies. Nice. It would be uh, a good one. No, you know, aside all you have from... to do is go to a, any recreation store and buy. It's called a gun, G U N. Yeah. And you put these bullets in it, and when you pull the trigger, those bullets give you the power to decide who lives and who dies. Very true. Yes, but then I usually have to travel to relative proximity to where that person is. It sometimes requires putting on pants. Uh, leaving my house. Uh, uh, world domination brought down by the need for pants. Seriously, I I understand the problem, Dave. I okay, you're correct. You need a better way of of deciding who lives and who dies. Pants <laughs> is just too much to ask of any man. Seriously, um, no, but uh, I would say probably the the Nest Classic would be cool, especially for my kids. Although I wish it had more games and the Advantage controller, which we've talked about. Aside it, from that, I mean, it has all the amazing games. It yes. has all the games that matter. Um, yeah, but I already have most of those. I would say I probably have at least fifty percent of the games that are preloaded on there, if not more. Yeah. You know, I would say maybe 
the, the biggest things like if people were just giving me random stuff I'd say like just you know $200 video game budget to go buy some of the games like you said there have been a bunch of right. games that come out that I've missed or you know CES is a big deal uh, Yeah, we'll be doing fun stuff there if you just want to throw some money at that <laughs> for sure so are, speaking of that, Sean, I mentioned in, in our thing that we might try to do some Resnaculus events. Are you familiar with what Resnaculus is? I just assumed I was going to get to eat food. I don't know. Uh, chicken wings? That, uh, well, that was where my mind stopped. Yeah, f- food is wonderful in and of itself. But uh, one of the things Matt Peters does regularly, which I've, I've done some as well, is you know there are always non-traditional foods that come out. Like recently, uh, Twinkies has had deep fried Twinkies. Mm-hmm. And so Resnaculus is basically a feature that Matt Peters does a lot. That's basically you try random non-traditional foods and hopefully they're good. And there's yeah. got to be something in Las Vegas, some, I don't know, sushi place or somewhere that has food that's uh, off the beaten path a, a little bit and yeah, get sure. some good eats. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that'd be a good time for sure. I'm sure there's weird things to eat there. Uh, there's got to be a ton of weird things to eat there. It's Probably. a weird place. It is a weird place. You know, I, I'm. you say there's got to be weird things to eat in Las Vegas, and I'm just going back to some of your previous comments, and I'm just going to let people's minds wander where they may. Dead hookers? I don't know if I could eat a whole dead hooker. I Maybe just like her leg or something. But, uh, a lot of work. Well, they do have that big M&M store there, unless they closed that. I'm not familiar with a big M&M store. You, you know, a few years ago, what I would have said is the Star Trek experience. And so we could have, you know, some like Romulan ale or whatever they have there. But the Star Trek experience is no more. I don't know if I even knew what a Star Trek experience was. It was, it was at the Hilton. And basically they had um, Quark's, uh, Quark's Bar from the Promenade built in there. And they had like, you know, a bunch of Klingons and Romulans and other things just wandering around. And you could, they had like some Star Trek rides as well. Mm. Um, I've only been to Vegas once. And when I went, it was almost about to shut down and so there there were a couple people there but we didn't get to see anything really cool we saw like a, a giant model of like the enterprise and voyager and some stuff like that but uh it was a basically dying last time i was there and now it's gone sadly oh that's too bad i blame justin lynn well this was like is that the guy that got run over by his own truck? I would blame him too. No, no, no. Oh. He he's the director of the several of the Fast and Furious movies. And he also oh. directed the last Star Trek, and I was not so thrilled with the last Star Trek. Yeah, Antonin Yelchin was the guy who got run over by his own truck that oh, was okay. under recall for running people over. Right. They yeah, thought it was in park. Oh, so maybe we should blame Toyota. I think maybe it was, it was their phone. It was we somebody. Bl- I mean, it was Jeep, but we should blame Toyota anyway. I was going to say, I think we should just throw out wild accusations with no proof. It, we should. Uh, seems Especially the best against foreigners. That. I mean, that's the new uh, oh, direction we're heading, right? Under well, in that case, Trump, then I blame um, the French car company Peugeot, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I think that's how it's pronounced. Yeah, I think I think you're our Peugeot. Because yeah, there's something an e- like ET that. at the end of it, so I think that's I think it's Peugeot, maybe. Maybe. Dan, you're so quiet. Did you answer? Did you answer the question? Oh no. No, not Appar- yet. No. Apparently, he wanted to. If sleep. I'm, uh, if I'm doing <laughs> stuff, I can't hit my push to talk. So while you guys are talking, I'm doing stuff. So. <laughs> Ooh, I'll push your talk, baby. Hmm. Yeah. So Dan, what do you want for Christmas? And have you been a good boy? I haven't been a good boy, but 
uh, I do. I don't know if I there is really anything. My TV started going out on me last week. Like oh, uh, that's right. Black bar started showing up around the middle of the TV, going across it. No. But it went away after like three days. But that means that something's happening still. But uh, hey. so four K, hundred inch TV would be great. I mean, but, there's um, like a billion of them for like three hundred dollars on Black yeah. Friday. I think. Yeah, How they're really the cheap right now. I won't be able to get it until probably March, though. So I'm just hoping my TV holds out. Yeah, right on. But uh, no, I mean, there's not really a. Uh, yeah, with Dead Rising uh, not being co-op, there's no games. I got all the games I wanted for this fall. How's Watch Dogs so, co-op, by the way? I mean, not to jump, change subjects, but. Um, no, it's really, it's really fun. It's, uh, the thing I like about Watch Dogs is how interactive the world is because, because everything can be hacked. You're constantly looking for people to take their money. You're finding like, uh, ways to be, be mischievous with the world mm. around you. And, um, when you attack like strongholds and stuff, I, the first thing I do, instead of going in on foot, I sit out in the safe area and send my drone in to find areas to set up traps and stuff and, and so with co-op, you get both of you being able to do that. So it's pretty fun. But uh, they don't have any story progression or anything in co-op. It's just pure mini-missions, and they're essentially all stronghold missions. But uh, they have different objectives. So, like, one would be to rescue a, a prisoner or a hostage. And then another one would be to steal this tech that um, Bloom is using to monitor civilians, stuff like that. Hmm. So it's just different objectives every time. And then they use the same zones. I mean, it's a big map, so you don't see this as often if you move out throughout the map, but if you stay in one area, you'll start seeing the same building that they're using for that area, but they'll have different objectives, so they'll relay the puzzles, like the hacks that you have to do and stuff, or the the traps will be relayed in different positions, but uh, but it's still the same like architecture. But, but it's pretty fun. It is really fun in co-op, though, and they let you shoot out of a car this time, and in, in uh, Watch Dogs 1, they didn't let you shoot out of the car. Oh, I haven't tried and, that yet. I've been play- that's what I've been mostly playing when I'm not doing ARC on oh, console gotcha. game-wise. I've been mainly playing that, but I haven't gotten to try the uh, co-op yet. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty fun. Um, did you get it on PC or Xbox? Xbox. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll have to try it. One thing I wish they would have done a little bit different because it is only that one type with co-op. I really wish they would have had all the open world stuff be cooperative and then just the story missions be single player. Mm. Because there's a lot of fun stuff that you can do that would have been fun in co-op. Like uh, there's this one side mission where uh, you have to rescue a character from the first game. Mm-hmm. and you get the uniform that he wears in the first game and stuff. And so that would have been fun in co-op, like a cool experience to save, you know. And then uh, there's uh, one series of events where you find out that Bloom is uh, using an AI system for their banking, and mm. so you're trying to exploit it so that you can, um, so they shut down the thing because they're using it for surveillance, obviously. And so what you do is when you go to these spots, you can choose to manipulate the ATM machine, and you can either force the person to donate their money to a charity, or you can give them money. So what I would do is I'd go in, and depending on the person's attitude, because they're, they're very, <laughs> like, dramatic. So if, like, this one one chick came in, and she's, like, really nice and sweet and talking about how... Um, she had so many bills to pay, you know, and she still needed to go to school and all that. So I just gave her money. So like the first time I hit the button, it gave her 200 bucks and she's like, oh my gosh, you know, like she's so happy. And then 
the second time I gave it to her, she won like a thousand dollars or something like that, and she was just so <laughs> ecstatic, so funny. And then there's this other one where a movie star came in, and he was just a cocky sack. And um, the first time I hit donate, it, he donated five hundred bucks, and he's like, "Oh, I'll just talk to my lawyers; they'll sort this out." And then the next time I hit donate, it was his whole bank account wiped his whole bank account. He had <laughs> he had like uh, one hundred and eighty nine thousand dollars in the bank or whatever. So then he freaked out, and it was pretty funny, but. But yeah, so you can kind of do stuff like that, and that'd be fun in co-op because you could sit there and experience that with your friend and laugh about it. But then there's other ones like for tagging, doing uh, like um, uh, graffiti or whatever. That'd mm-hmm. be fun to do in co-op. And then yeah, so there's just a whole bunch of fun things where I don't see any reason why it couldn't be done in co-op that would just make it a bigger experience without yeah, being too difficult. For but, sure. But yeah, it's still good though. Yeah, it seemed, it's been really fun so far. I've enjoyed like... I've gotten into whole areas and finished off whole missions without actually going in, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, my favorite like side entertainment activity is to go into, oh, I can't even remember what a couple of the, basically go into any of the hardcore gang controlled neighborhoods yeah. and just call in because you, on, uh, for people that haven't unlocked it yet. One of the social engineering uh, perks that you can unlock is uh, order a gang hit on somebody. <laughs> so you go into these gang neighborhoods and order a gang hit on like one of them, and it will Just touch chaos. off and it will yeah. turn into a war zone because those two gangs will get into a little bit of a fight, and then the police will come in, and then the SWAT people will come in. Other ga- and by that point, your <laughs> your thing has. Re, uh, respond or uh, has come back up so you can call in another gang hit and maybe a third gang gets involved. And they'll call just, in reinforcements right. too so it's not right. just the guys. Yeah. yeah, it'll start generating itself. It'll turn. I've wiped out whole neighborhoods of people just by calling in <laughs> one gang hit. It just turns and then you just sit back like I find a place to hide. I pull out my flying drone and just sit there and watch it like I'm, I'm watching a, a football game or something. It is endlessly entertaining. Yeah, I actually uh, wanted this bag of money from this gang hideout, and it was the uh, blue gang on one side of the street, and then which I think is the Latinos or whatever, and then it was the green one on the other side of the street, and mm-hmm. so I called in a gang hit, and they all, like, they just flooded out into the street, like, it was just red everywhere, <laughs> and so the, the hideout was completely empty, so I walked in without anybody seeing me, grabbed the money, and then I, I went around the block and up to this upper area so I could watch it go out go down. And by time it just in the time it took to get in my car and drive up and around the block to the higher spot, um, the SWAT had arrived by then. And like there was like six cars blown up and cops everywhere. And I mean it was just just mayhem. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah it's it really cool so how they did fun. that. And you can do the same thing with police too if you want. But I think the gang ones are better. But yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Like right now, I'm. I need a couple more points to get to the third level of the to the last level of the the gang enforcer call in, where you call um, in like super heavy guys. I found the like the neighborhood intel that you had to get. Now I just need a couple more research points, and I'm on it. It's gonna get real crazy. Yeah, they uh, those guys wiped out a whole stronghold for me. Yeah, Sent them I in and they that just that cleared the whole second to last level. Did really well on their own. So yeah. It's it's pretty awesome. Yep, and they improved a lot. Like uh, the uh, driving is way better. It's still not GTA Five standard, but uh, but it's way better than the first game was. And the the missions, I feel like the the st- single player missions, like the story ones, are a lot more interesting than what they were in the first one too. But uh, it's yeah, 
good game. Highly recommend. Two thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't on my radar. Well, I just the first one had been such a disappointment that uh, that I wasn't really looking forward to it. But the more I heard about this one, the more I wanted. And now that it's out and people are talking about it, I was like, this should be in my system and I should be playing this. It definitely should. It's really solid. I... I'm in the minority. I really enjoyed the first one. Like it had its problems, Same. but I really, I could really liked them. it. Yeah, the driving was not great, but it wasn't bad enough to destroy the game. And the hacking was super fun. There was always cool things to do. Not necessarily as many cool things, but yeah, it's it's a, it was a blast. And this one's even better. Yeah, in the first one, it was really weird. Like I didn't in third person. I couldn't drive at all. Like it was just really sluggish. But if I switched to in cockpit view then I didn't have any issues. Mm -hmm. It was just, I don't know why it was that way. I don't know if it was because I had more feel of the control of the car or whatever, but um, because I do tend to watch the back end if I'm in third person. And so that can throw off the steering, but, uh, but yeah, it was was really weird. And this one, I can't drive in first person, but I can drive in third person. Huh? Yeah. I haven't tried to do the first person driving yet, but uh, yeah, so far it's been really good. The, the driving hasn't been too bad at all. I like how you can make your own guns on this one. So since I like to go pure stealth as much as I can, I just have the silent pistol and the silent rifle. And that's all I use now. And it's actually kind of cool because even if I alert somebody, I can kill the two guys who saw me and mm-hmm. and then run away. And they have no clue where I'm at because I was silent. So even in combat, it still helps to be silent. Yeah, for sure. And I, I've kind of done the same. I haven't... Uh, I've done the same way, except I've tried to do as much of the mission without actually getting my hands dirty as possible. So I'm calling in hits. I'm wiring things. You know, I'm trying to do as much hacking as possible and I'll clear a whole area and I'll just stroll in and take whatever I'm supposed to take and walk back out. (laughs) It's pretty gangster by the, by the time you've done it. Cause there's just corpses everywhere and you just walk in and take what you want. Yeah. What I was telling one of my friends when we were doing, co-op i was like it's almost like a puzzle stealth because Mm -hmm. you can set up the approach where you don't even have to go in you can set up the approach and then set up your traps that they have in the in the area and then bait one guy and then bait everybody else into their traps because the one guy blows up and you didn't have to do anything and it's just really cool like i had that happen uh uh, yesterday i think it was where um everybody was just positioned perfectly where traps were in between them and the guy who i killed and within about five seconds, the whole group was just sleeping or dead. And I didn't <laughs> yeah. even have to do anything. It was awesome. Nice. Yeah, that one's been a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I'm hoping they add more, instead of PvP modes in their season pass stuff, I'm hoping they add more co-op modes. And I think from what their list was, they're adding two more co-op modes. I just don't know mm-hmm. what they are. But, but I didn't get the season pass because from what I was reading, it seems pretty weak sauce for $40. Yeah, I haven't so, looked up what it's going to have in it. Yeah, and Ubisoft has been pretty bad with their season yep. pass content, so I just yep, I didn't get sure. it this time. But if I hear really good things for the co-op stuff, then maybe I will. Yeah, I agree. Or just get the co-op stuff. I have no interest in the PvP stuff. It does look fun, but like the first one, I think I did enough just to get the achievement. And then right. I it. enjoyed the the first game's PvP. It was really tense and nail bitey, but in the end, it gets just repetitive because it is just it's hide and seek, more or less. Yeah. Yep. This one, I think, has better PvP. I think there's some different things you get to do, but... Yeah, Bounty Hunter look, look pretty fun, but I don't, I don't know if it's still two-player only whenever you do the PvP stuff. I haven't done any, yeah. but it would have been fun to have at least four players just because um, I have friends who have the game, and there's more than two of us on sometimes, and it would just be fun to jump into Bounty Hunter and chase each other. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
My other big game right now is uh, is a little off the beaten path for especially since we were just sitting here talking about calling in gang members to murder entire neighborhoods. Uh, <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Moon uh, with my spare time. Ah, yeah. yeah, that just came out the other day. Uh, have you been liking it so far? It's pretty cool. It's actually it's a lot of fun. Um, I di- didn't play a lot of the other ones. You know, I played a ton of the very very first like Red, uh, the first mm-hmm. one that came out when I was you know high school i think is when that came out because it was 30 years ago right 20 years ago so i'd have been 17 when that one came out so i played it a little bit but uh i haven't played any of the other ones in between so i don't have a lot to compare it to uh but it's been really fun the the graphics are really good the gameplay is a lot of fun i like having all the the new cool pokemon there completely they have some old ones in there too of course but it's a lot of brand new ones just for that they call it the alola region um, uh-huh. so it's all kind of tropically and fish and bird Pokemon, stuff like that. It's been pretty cool. I haven't gotten too far, maybe an hour or two into it, but it's been, been pretty cool. I'm a little creeped out by the professor. He never seems to wear a shirt. Uh, I'm not sure if, uh, if I were to get an advanced degree, I would probably put on a shirt. It seems like if you're doing science, you should probably have a shirt on for hygiene and so it doesn't interrupt your studies and <laughs> contaminate your results with your disgusting body and whatnot. But yeah, hey, now my body is my body is not disgusting. It is highly appealing and appetizing. But does it drip things into your experiments as it's as it's doing the experiments? That if I went through all the better. trouble to get an advanced degree, I'm going to wear whatever I want to to work. That, that must be it. That's that's probably uh, the Kiku's thinking or whatever his name is but yeah doctor shirtless and he's also keeps a young girl in his lab which is weird and he seems to have an inappropriate relationship with her seems japanese man he's into your mom a little too much and yeah i don't know he's got some weird things going on other than that um, (laughs) sounds like a stone cold player yeah he he is he is he's definitely uh definitely is otherwise it's been yeah it's been a blast it's pretty cool getting back into that and stuff so i feel like i have to i work with a bunch of children at this game store and uh i have to keep up with them know what they're doing but uh yeah it's a good time good stuff yeah i've just been mostly playing arc uh, i did play through that uh mind's eyes as well which well I'll talk more about that uh in my other review but uh yeah i'm not saying i'd recommend that but the uh, arc, there's always arc, and arc is awesome. I'm kind of worried though because this week a lot of games that I that I like or that I want to get back into are doing major updates that seem pretty cool. Um, you know, arc is having their it's already out on Xbox. It's been out for about a week on Xbox. The Thanksgiving event that's rolling out on PC in two days, um, which should be pretty cool. Then the Division is going to have that DLC, the survival DLC, which looks cool. Yeah, that I want to get into. And there's several other games that have got stuff going on. It's like, I just time money. <laughs> I can't. Right. I hear uh, you. So many games. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, uh, I just finished Dishonored 2 the night or a couple nights ago. Um, I did the, uh, the no kill, no alert or spotted, um, achievements. And that made the game extra good. Uh, the first time I played through just to learn the levels, I played on easy and played as the uh, female character because they have they two both both of them have two different uh, styles of play. 
So she plays more like AOE magic, like, uh, well, I mean, they're both magic, but like AOE crowd control is the best way to describe her her uh, move set. And then he mm-hmm. plays more direct DPS shadow like type gameplay. So you, so he's a better stealth one. That's why I saved him for my stealth run. And then she's just more of a clearing the, you know, clearing the area and then doing your thing. It was so much better the second time. And I've, I discovered a whole lot more, but they are just, they've nailed the storytelling, the group that does Dishonored. Arcane Studios is the developer that made it. And they have one of the best video game creators on their team, Harvey Smith. He's behind the original Deus Ex, that franchise. He's behind, oh man, now it slipped my mind. Another one that's very similar to Deus Ex and, and Dishonored. Man, what am I trying to But anyway... But he's excellent. Oh my gosh, just so good at like the multi-pathing type design and the story being deep and good and just really good. But anyway, I just wanted to highlight one of my favorite levels in the game is probably one of the best time manipulation levels I've ever seen in a video game. And it's in real time and immediate. The way they do it, so okay, so and it's immediate like uh, changing because you can transfer mm. from the past to present instantly. And oh, it creates some really cool puzzles, and one of the cool things is the uh, the way the the level is designed. Some of it is scripted, so like there is places that you can't go in one dimension, but there is in the other in the one time, but there is in the other. You have no control over that. But then there's other times where they use it as a puzzle element, where you can destroy certain things in the past, so that in the future. When it's dilapidated, it's there's certain things that aren't there to block your progression, hmm. and but you don't have to do it. Like if you don't stumble on that, then there's other ways around and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, the the other cool thing about it is the piece that you use it pops up a lens, and you can see into the other timeline through the lens. Oh, so cool. it leads to really cool combat because if you like, say I purposely if there's like a group of guards in an area that I want to try to get by. In the future, I can go to the pa- I can yeah I can go to the past, position myself in a spot that's hidden, go into the future, hit the wall to get their attention, go back into the past, circle around them, and then start picking them off one by one when they're ser- searching the area. And as long as I can knock one out and then get to the past or the future, sorry, um, <laughs> before before they spot me, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't count I'm as a spot. Confused. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's and that's how awesome it is because everything's in real time, so it's happening like right there. There's no load screen like changes. And this is the cool thing. This is so cool. Is one of the things that you can make a decision. It's totally voluntary. I didn't even know that it did it and and it like caught me off guard because it changed things so fast that I didn't even realize that it changed things. But um there's somebody that you can knock out in the level that changes the future all. All together. Ah, and so because effect. something yeah, because something that he sees makes him go crazy because because of what he sees in your original timeline, if you don't knock him out, people are affected dramatically. Like one chick loses an eye and an arm, the person who steps up to take over that area when he goes crazy is just a maniacal like egomaniac and causes just the whole city to go into ruin and all this stuff. But if you knock him out and go back to the back to the um, current or present time, then and he's good to go. Like it's all still like good to go. There's not enemies roaming around, and the chick has her arm back and her eye back, and like and it and it, there's no loading or anything to tell you that it's just boom. When you transfer back and forth, it's just changed. Like what happened for mm. me is there's a maid, a maid in the present time sweeping the porch where I knocked him out at when I went back to the past 
or to the present to uh, to move through the mansion again. Mm-hmm. And because I was like, well, I already cleared the the present's bad guy, so I'll just move back through in the present. And she was sitting there sweeping. I was like, what is she doing here? What the heck? There weren't any maids. And then everything wasn't dilapidated or overgrown. It was like clean and. I was like, holy crap, it like just clicked that it changed. And um, but it's just totally voluntary. And so I wanted to, I just couldn't bring myself to do it on my second playthrough because I was uh trying to do it as a good guy too. Cause but um I wanted to not knock him out and see if, how it changed the story beyond that level. Right. But uh but I'll probably so do that it, when I do. Is the time manipulation only in one level or is this it something is. you can bring into the oh, okay. Yeah, it's only one level, and that's what I was hoping. I was like, after that level, I was like, dude, this would be so cool if you could do this everywhere after this for the right. next, you know, I didn't know, but at the time, there's two more levels after that, but uh, but yeah, it would it would be a really, uh, th- and this is what I was going to say, it would be a really cool mechanic to have a whole game based on that. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. Because then you get two, you'd have two different uh, timelines to play with at any given moment that y- at your choosing, and make changes at your choosing. Yeah. That would be super cool. So, yeah, it was uh, just a really, really cool experience. Like Quantum Break has some cool stuff that it does with time manipulation, but nothing that cool. Yeah. yeah, the thing the thing with Quantum Break, that's one of the things I was hoping they would do is have player choice mean more, but it's all scripted. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Quantum Break was annoying because, it, like you said, it's all scripted, and every level is just a... It's walking from one shooting gallery to another. You know, you go through a hallway, big open room pops up, you know you're going to shoot some people, walk through another hallway. <laughs> okay, okay, whatever. Moving on. Yeah, the story, the story is definitely the highlight of Quantum Break, but that's about... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of Quantum Break, and we were talking about Alan Wake earlier, uh, Remedy Entertainment, who is behind both of those, is teasing a new game trailer very soon. Um... I'm thinking I'm hoping it's a little more Alan Wake and a little less Quantum Break, but uh, have you guys heard much about that? I have not. Nope. I agree, though, that um, I can't believe that those came from the same uh, same developer, because, yeah, the Alan Wake was super cool. Quantum Break, uh, I didn't get into it. I heard a lot of people liked it, but I just didn't get into it. The atmosphere in Alan Wake is, is I mean, just oozes with creepy dark neat forest it's all on point at all times well and the way that they tell the story and then have the little you you learn about what's going on and the little blurbs on the tv from old show episodes Mm -hmm. it's just so cool and it's so different from everything else that's really out there yeah I would agree. So what's the new one? What uh, what are they saying with that? Uh, they haven't said, just basically the main guy behind uh, Remedy, what's his name? Um, just put out a weird video on Twitter. Mm. It says, I'm Sam Lake. I'm Sam Lake. And it has like vi- uh, 15 different videos of him saying uh, who he is. And it's just, yeah. I'm the creative director from Remedy. Coming soon, a new trailer release. Maybe he's just a crazy person. He, he might be a crazy person. Breakdown. Very possible. Maybe you're getting excited over this man's mental breakdown, and that's all that it is. Hey, as long as it's <laughs> someone else's mental breakdown and not mine, I'm okay with it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so for, for those of you listening, uh, a few of us have been doing YouTube videos, and most of the stuff we do is Let's Play, but occasionally we do a little bit more in-depth videos that are scripted, um, and we've kind of 
a little bit looked at machinima as you know kind of some of the things that we're interested in doing more of in the future did you guys uh, see that machinima was bought out by warner brothers no i saw no, that I, I don't follow it so yeah so i don't know what that's gonna mean for the future of their stuff i mean apparently they're gonna get um more access to be able to do stuff using the licensed characters from warner brothers in their videos and so forth but uh, i don't know what that means given that you know instead of being just a group of independent gamers and and uh video makers they're now owned by an entertainment company yeah yeah machino was kind of struggling there haven't they been the last couple years um, they've been really changing their branding and what they've been doing. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know if they've been struggling or not, but I know they've been going through several, um, and basically changing their identity a lot over the past several years. But so, uh, maybe given that they're no longer independent, maybe that gives a place for agents of game. There you go. <laughs> And if some big company like Warner Brothers wants to buy us out too and throw a few million dollars at us, we won't complain. <laughs> Depends right? how hard they throw the million dollars at us. <laughs> and also if it's in bill form or coin form. It's oh, all pennies right at your all head. Just penny. one gigantic sock full of pennies. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> would crush me <laughs> to death. <laughs> For some reason, but that reminds you, me of this then video. I have no need for the million dollars, so I don't <laughs> like that. I saw this video the other day where they had a kilogram of feathers and a kilogram of steel on this scale thing. And mm-hmm. the guy, they're trying to explain to the guy that they're the same, the same weight, but he just couldn't wrap his head around the fact that the feathers <laughs> weighed as much as the steel. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, a million pennies would definitely be different than a million dollar bills. Yes, yes it would. Or a million um, dollars. In. Yeah, a million pennies would only be, what, $10,000? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think so. Well, I meant I yes. meant a million dollars in pennies would be different from a million dollars in dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> In something completely different, um, Super Mario Run details have come out uh, for those people interested in the uh, iOS release that's, I want to say, was it next February that it's supposed to come out? Anyway, sometime next year. um, Well, you have to explain this to me. I haven't heard anything about it. Is this the next step from uh, Pokemon Go Super Mario Run? You run around like Super Mario? No. All you have to know is it's stupid, you shouldn't play it, and it's dumb. That's all you need to know. (laughs) It's all over. Something like With that. With what, Mario Run or Mario Run? Oh, okay. It doesn't well, look interesting to me. I'm sure other people yeah. are super excited. I watched uh, Miyamoto announce it at the Apple conference uh, last month or whatever, and I don't know. It looked like Mario Flappy Birds. I don't know. Yeah, well, it's um, just a little bit of backstory. So Nintendo didn't actually do uh, Pokemon Go. That was Niantic. Yep. And after it came out, Nintendo stock shot through the roof. <laughs> and then people realized it wasn't Nintendo, and Nintendo's stock dropped through the floor. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, Pokemon or uh, sorry, uh, Super Mario Run is you know Nintendo trying to get into the mobile market. Um, it's going to be an iOS game. It's going to be ten dollars, and I believe have twenty four maps, which doesn't sound like that much for a ten dollar iOS game. But anyway, is it ten dollars? Um, I missed yeah, that part of it. it is, oh my it is $10. god! They have so horribly misunderstood what the mobile market is about. You know, yes, and yes, they have. <laughs> the mobile market wow. is huge, and ten dollars is cheaper than you would spend on, say, an actual video game for a console. But ten dollars is insanely expensive for. I mean, that's what Minecraft is like seven, eight bucks on Pocket Edition, right? And yeah, this isn't gonna be that. No, that's got a lot of stuff to do and tons and tons of time that you can dump into it. And wow. Now, apparently, there are some level creator tools that are supposed to be in it. So basically, um, you're buying their product to become a Nintendo employee and create content for them. For free <laughs> with no recompense. Something like that. Uh, but, you know, maybe it will be better than we think it is. Probably not. And it doesn't even look as good as, like, just uh, Mario 2. Or Mario. I mean, uh, I would rather just play Mario on the Nintendo or so the original Nintendo than play that. It doesn't look interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know what they were thinking on that one. The mobile market is huge. We must get money from it. Yeah, I mean, that's got to be it. <laughs> uh, but, um, oh, well. But yeah, At so least they I gave know. us the Nintendo Classic. The best idea they've had in 15 years, in my Except opinion. they didn't, because you can't actually buy it, even though you want to. Yeah, they only sold, like, 15. <laughs> in the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> um... Normally, at this point, I would also talk about the game and game releases coming up in the next week. There's not actually coming anything in the next week. Um, before we do the main show again, they will be having Final Fantasy 15 come out. I believe that's next Tuesday. Okay, now I is the have seen on the MSN homepage on my internet browser that Conan O'Brien calls. Final Fantasy 15 a gigantic waste of time or something like that. Has anybody actually bothered oh, really? to click on that link or is anyone else I, that? Well, yeah, I, I watched it. The thing... Oh, go ahead, Dave. You're probably going to say what I was going to say. Yeah, Conan, Conan O'Brien doesn't actually review games. His his, ske- his sketch is called Clueless Gamer. Sure. Yeah, and I've he, seen some of the sketches. I just haven't bothered to click on that is one. Is it the Clueless Gamer bit that says it's a waste of time or is it... Yeah, yeah. I mean, those guys seem more into, like, fast-paced Twitch-type games. Like, I don't yeah. see them... And I guess if Final Fantasy Fifteen, in some ways is because I think they're... And it's this one's back to the action RPG like the last one is instead of uh, turn-based, but still. Yeah, it doesn't he, seem like something that would be up their alley. Yeah, without actually understanding video games, there's no way he could appreciate what they're going for. Yeah. But um, but because they showed like one of the parts, he was they had to push their car when it broke down. He's like, "Why am I pushing a car in a video game?" And then they <laughs> all they all sat down and were like eating ramen noodles at their campfire, and they're all talking about their favorite foods. And he's like, "What is going on? Like, why are we doing it? like everything was just confusing to him." 
Yeah. And, uh, and he always, now I want whenever, to watch it. <laughs> whenever, uh, he taught, whenever there is a girl on screen and she's, you know, like they always make him really hot wearing sexy clothes. He just always brought that up and it was, it was really funny, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely not something you'd want somebody that's not a experienced gamer to play and have their opinion on. Right. Uh, he hated it. Yeah. He hated <laughs> it. But, uh, I, I personally was excited for it, but I seriously, both demos, even, even when they changed up the battle system a little bit, excuse me. Um, I still just couldn't wrap my head around their new battle system, and I could never... I mean, I would suck in the fights, so I doubt I'm getting it. Really, really a high chance I won't be getting it, but... Yeah, I, I would have got it uh, coming out um, for PC, but nope. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. I'll, I'll probably still pick it up. Um, hey, it looks good. It looks interesting. I didn't try the demo. Um... Uh, the people that I talked to uh, that had tried it said they really enjoyed it, but we'll see how it goes. It's, a, it's such a different looking direction for them, so I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I wish they had an option between the turn-based and the real-time, because if it had t- the turn-based combat, because you know the summons are going to be gorgeous in that game. Right. Um, but if they had the option to do turn-based instead of real-time action, I think I would get into it more, because I'm just not a big brawler gamer anyway like i don't like fighting games i don't like like ninja gaiden was uh, it had cool aspects but the fighting itself i just couldn't get my head around and so and it's also combo based but so i just i'm not a big like fighting uh like unless they simplify it like diablo style then i just can't get into it <laughs> so that is on me i'm definitely not saying it's the game yeah i get you has anybody seen any good movies anybody go see the harry potter one? Oh yeah not yet. I'll probably go next week. Last week we went to see Doctor Strange. How was that? Um, it was really good. I liked it. Uh, it was a lot funnier than I thought it would be. Um, Benedict Cumberpatch is top-notch. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, yeah, he's really good. Have you I'm, seen him, Matt? Yeah, I did go and see oh, okay. it. I'm a little bit... Unfortunately for me, while Benedict Cumberpatch was awesome, pretty much all of the other characters kind of ended up just being so-so. You know? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is they they fell into the same problem that they have with every Marvel movie. The villain just was not. He wasn't even. I wasn't even afraid of him. Like honestly, like they had so little of him on there that I didn't even care that he was the villain. Yeah, he but wasn't Strange, really like a, a Doctor really Strange nemesis. He was just like a a bad guy in general kind of thing. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, he was like a minion you know? of a of another guy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's a good, definitely a good character to have the MCU. And Rachel um, McAdams wasn't on there too much either. I know I was really disappointed. She sees another scenes were good supporting though. character where I'm disappointed. She could have been a lot better if she'd been given better stuff. Which but, I mean, one basically is Basically, she? her she's the semi love interest notebook chick. Uh, I'm bothered that you know what the notebook even is. <laughs> You've never seen the Notebook, and you're married. I have never seen the Notebook. Happen? No, <laughs> I watched it like no. ten times. <laughs> I have never been asked to watch the Notebook. I've never. It isn't bad. Show. I I liked it actually. Yeah. I watched it by myself. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember who I watched it with, but I liked it though. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, but uh, what else is she in? Oh my word! Now I'm drawing a blank. True, she was in True Detective season two. If you watch that. Oh, I've only watched the first season. Um, Spotlight. Mm, mm-hmm. She's in Spotlight, I think. 
That's her. I always get her and Elizabeth Banks mixed up for some reason. Ooh, I like oh, Elizabeth really? Banks. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, because Elizabeth Banks is the one that's in this original three Spider-Man movies. She's in uh, Spider-Man movies. Uh, yeah. Elizabeth Banks. I think, Banks th- is I think the... you're thinking of somebody else. <laughs> yeah, Elizabeth Banks is the weird. She has the weird-looking, uh, the pink hair in the Hunger Games. Yeah, she's in the Spider-Man movies. Yes, you're crazy. Yeah, she plays um, J. Jonah Jameson's assistant. Wow, I didn't really? even know J. Jonah Jameson had an assistant in those movies. Yeah, I didn't yeah. definitely have a better mind than I do. Betty Brant, I think, is her, her character's name. That's funny. Yeah, I've never noticed her. Am I in those off movies? the wall? I've literally completely? never noticed her. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Dan as... I absolutely love her, and I, she's never hit my radar. You're talking about the original with Tobey Maguire. I'm typing. I'm looking it to up look right her now. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, that's exactly who I'm talking about. All right, Wikipedia. Wait, did you say right. Wikipedia? You know that there's a thing called IMDb, right? It it also yes, concerns Spider-Man, me that you're Betty going to Brandt. Wikipedia, right there, not IMDb. One, we're we're arguing about whether Elizabeth Banks is in the original. Yeah, she's definitely Spider-Man there. That's movies. crazy. That's they didn't weird. Never, me. never noticed her before. No. Not once. Holy cow. <laughs> I suppose that was long enough ago that she wasn't necessarily a major person back then. Like, the first thing that I really, really distinctly remember seeing her in on a regular basis and knowing her name after that was uh, she's in, like, two or three seasons of 30 Rock. Yeah. That's yeah. the first time I really Rock. distinctly remember her. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, she's... And then I saw her in that. And then she was in Hunger Games after that, and I, you know, that's when I started paying attention, I guess. But she did a lot of those. She's um, also in the forty-year-old version. Virgin. Yeah, I was gonna say she's in forty-year-old virgin. Yep. Um, She did a lot of those. Catch me if you can. Um, I don't remember what part, but that's what the filmography says. She's in uh, my favorite. uh, uh, um, The make a porno. Uh, Zach and Miri make Zach a porno. Make porno. Oh, yeah, that's probably <laughs> yeah. one of her most famous ones. Oh, it's so good, so good. I laughed start to end. I was in tears. <laughs> um, yeah, it is very, very off. You know, blue, blue humor, but it is good stuff. I like all of Kevin Smith. I don't think I've hit a single one of his movies that I don't like. Oh, she's also in the Lego movie. She plays the uh, yeah, yeah, wild star sure. Lucy. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, she directed the last Pitch Perfect, right? Uh, I think so. Yes. It says here, Pitch Perfect 2, also director and producer. She's a talented woman. Yeah, I like her. Ghostline, or whatever it is, uh, before we jump on, we talked about that. Um, the Tom Clancy, the Ghostlands or whatever, that doesn't come out till next Wild year, Lance. right? Wildlands. March. March. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's a, a big one on my radar. But uh, you know, as far as anticipating, I obviously don't know when it comes out. But yeah, that's Halo my Wars next. I think February. that's my next game. Yeah. Oh, okay. Halo Wars in February. Okay. So that's actually probably my next. Game. It's uh, the first one didn't entertain me. I'm hoping that it's a it's a watchdog situation where two is better. But it looks cool. Well, they have Creative Assembly doing two, so there should be some tweaks there that should be really good. Cool. Yeah, Ghost Recon Wildlands, at least as of when I put it on the calendar, was set for March 7th. Nice. Um, and then nothing big else until 
the the thirty first Days Gone is coming out and Tekken Seven. So the arrival <laughs> is out, and we are going to be reviewing that uh, yeah. next week. Yes, we are. Watch it with our eyeball holes. Hmm. I intend to watch it with both my eyeball holes and my eyeballs. Nice. But that's just me. We'll be efficient. <laughs> I just had a horrible experience in the swamp and almost lost all of my stuff. Well, I did lose all my stuff. Almost lost like five dinos just trying to get stupid cementing paste. Anyways, <laughs> that does sound like a, a horrible occurrence. <laughs> it does. It does. Oh, speaking of horrible occurrences in movies and TV shows, um, did I see that they're making Lemony Snickets into a into a Netflix series? Yes, yeah, starting with in January Patrick, Neil with Patrick Harris. Yeah, with yes. somebody awesome. Yeah, exactly. I'm super excited for that. Um, I didn't read any of the books. I really enjoyed the Jim Carrey movie, and so I'm really kind of pumped if they have that same kind of atmosphere to the the show. I think it'll be kind of cool. You know, more power to who the kind of people who could watch that. I just can't get into a show where the premise is terrible things happen to children you're not into the, of the, the, the comedy of constant child abuse and neglect it's hilarious <laughs> not not really <laughs> it's I'm, amazing just, well i'm a terrible person that that's why <laughs> <laughs> indeed only a terrible person would hate child abuse that's <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, that's coming out. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, uh, the end of December. I think it was actually Christmas Day. Um, Civil War is coming to Netflix. Mm-hmm. So Captain America. Nice. Civil and that was War? quick. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Well, like, like we've talked about Just earlier, wow. Disney has the the rights to first run, or Netflix has the rights to first run Disney movies now. So you know that's why we had Zootopia. From now on, all the new Disney movies are just going to get first run on Netflix before they go to Stars or HBO or anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's pretty awesome of Netflix. Yep. We also got the uh, new Cars uh, trailer. Cars Ooh, 3. I haven't seen that yet. What? Yes, Cars 3. It's going to be a thing. Cars okay. 1, I liked way more than I thought I would, but I haven't seen Cars 2 because I heard it was just terrible. It looks yeah. stupid. That's pretty much the general consensus. I We watched Cars, and my son used to watch Cars quite a bit, and then when the second one came out, I asked him if he wanted to rent it. This was, of course, back when you could go to a movie store and rent movies. No, that um, doesn't sound like a thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he was—he didn't even want to see it. So. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he had no interest in it at all. We yeah, watched my- part of it on TV, and it just wasn't very interesting. See, huh. my kids loved cars and they really really wanted to see cars too and we just kept making excuses for why we couldn't (laughs) because i'm not gonna do that to my kids i mean you know they deserve better than cars too (laughs) (laughs) we did however my my mom i think ended up buying my son the the spin-off movie planes and that was pretty meh too so i I don't think that Adding more things from that universe is necessarily a good idea. Oh, it uh, looks like Lightning McQueen may end up in the hospital. Ooh. In the uh, trailer, uh, it does oh, not no. go well for him in a race. 
Maybe he's dead. Okay. Why do we care? He's a car. He's a he's a sentient car. He's what do you call it? You can't just buy the parts off of the internet to fix it. He's a animatronic or not animatronic? What is it? What is it? When you when you think that. Inanimate objects come to life. Artificial intelligence. No. Automaton. Sentient. Sentient. No. 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 Self-aware. Uh. Uh. I. I. High IQ. It's kissed. Um, it has something to do with <laughs> an- animism. Is like the belief system and believing things. Animatronic. No. Anthropomorphized. Uh, anthropomorphized. Yeah. Maybe that's it. That's close enough. All right. Uh. Antimatterized. Yep. <laughs> Antipesto? I, I don't know. Oh, no. People are going to know how dumb we are. Yes, they are. That's the great thing about editing. Did. Dave just put some really <laughs> smart words in there for us. Nice. Perfect. Speaking of, I just burped into the mic, so hopefully nobody that can Bless be edited you. out. Yeah. I didn't hear it. Nice. Okay. It was kind of got away. Close, so hopefully it was all right. Um, Sean, did you finish uh, American Horror Story season yet? No. Oh, I've got like two. Yeah, that's um, exactly where I'm at. I think I've got two episodes. There's like three people alive still. Okay, um, yeah, I'm at. I've got to watch the last two. I was just wondering. Cause I haven't finished it yet. I was wondering how if you thought it ended good, but spoiler: they all die. <laughs> no, no, actually, we already us. know. Yeah, all we already know. One die. Yep. They they are very upfront about that. So it turns it into like a it's a guessing game, you know. It's like who's who's gonna make it's almost like, you know, watching Survivor or something like that. Who's gonna be the winner? See, and I thought case. it was gonna be the black dude. I'm not gonna say any names just so it doesn't spoil, but uh I did I, I really thought the black dude was gonna be the winner just because he was you know, he's the bad dude. You thought he'd be the one that well, it's supposed to be the bad dude. So oh, that black be dude, because there's two black dudes. Yeah, so. I know, that's why I'm saying just the black dude. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i really thought he would be the winner but didn't happen i'm gonna call it right now any white chicks are not going to win they're all going to die are there any white chicks alive still i can't remember oh man i yeah yeah there is the actress i think it was the actress chick. oh yeah there you the go. one that played the wife in the first set. she'll die <laughs> she'll i'm die. sure of it <laughs> <laughs> um what the what sorry <laughs> completely distracted <laughs> there is a what is going on there is a i'm standing on the deck of my uh giant birdhouse or my giant you know treehouse in arc mm-hmm. there's one of these goddamn terror birds that spawned on the deck like i'm just standing what? here i was listening to you guys talking i wasn't really paying attention to arc and all of a sudden i'm hearing the the hitting noise i'm being attacked and it was a stupid <laughs> terror bird that I, anybody that's listened to the series has heard me bitch about these terror birds that spawn out here and yeah now there was one on my deck of all places i know that there was <laughs> supposed to be some release for that i yeah, there was there supposed was to fix something, it. Yeah, because I got killed one time by a, a raptor spawning inside my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So apparently what? it's not fixed. No, it's not. Oh, that's yeah. bizarre. Well, then stop staying in your house. It's not safe. It's obviously not because every time <laughs> I – this is the second time now that I've spawned in I've died. 
I'm going to have to go start living on the ground like a homeless person or something. <laughs> See, now now you guys have got me tempted to just like go to your places and just like start spawning stuff just on the inside. Just dropping terror birds in. Well, I, but well that's, that's what I almost thought. You don't have weird to do that. Dave, the game does it for you. Yeah, you don't even have to. Well, and he was yes. weird looking. Like he had a blue stripe on him. So I thought maybe like the new guy or something like it was flying by and accidentally dropped him or something like that. Like maybe it was his, but no, it was not. And it's dead now, but it, <laughs> well, I probably, if I had been thinking I'd have tamed him cause he was actually like 140 or something. Maybe Ooh. I should do a level 1,040. Yeah. Just drop him in there at a level of one <laughs> billion. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wonder what the max level is. We'll see uh, what level max level, what max level giga I could spawn in your base. <laughs> Alpha Giga. Right? Oh god, that'd be awful. <laughs> Please that tell me those things don't actually exist. Weird. Only one way to find out. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> How about Power Rangers actually? Since we were talking about Elizabeth Banks earlier. <gasps> Anybody gonna go see that one? No. <laughs> Both of my both of my roommates want to see that, so I'll probably end up going to see it. I want nice. to know how the heck they got Elizabeth Banks to sign on to that movie. That's what I'd like to know. It looks cool. I don't know. She's not. She's a pretty big star now. Yeah, it doesn't look terrible. Games and everything. No, it, it looks legitimate. It looks pretty neat. I, I I'll be all right with going to see it. If one of you guys wants to go and watch it, and then tell me if it's any good, then maybe I'll go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> just a just a heads up. Next week is the big. Fortnite crossover event on CW for the DC, DC shows. So keep your DVRs ready for that. Nice. Who all is crossing over into what? The, I, I've lost track. Uh, they have uh, Flash and Green Arrow are the only two that I know about. So Mondays is Supergirl. Tuesdays is Flash. Uh, Wednesday oh, so is they, Arrow. When Supergirl originally came out, I had read something about uh, that they were never going to. They somebody, one of the directors, was like, "We'll never do a crossover with the CW world." Well, well it was on CBS it was on at the CBS, time. Yeah. But even oh, so, Flash Flash came to do a crossover on Supergirl, mm. even though it was on CBS last year. But now it is on CW this year, uh, so that's a well, that'll point. be good. I don't. I really, really enjoyed it on CBS, but I like the CW's take on the DC world a lot better. So I, I think that'll be more entertaining. I haven't watched it yet this year, but obviously because I didn't know that it was on a different channel, but. That's exciting. Yeah. I didn't know that. I'll have to pick that back up then. Yeah. I will say Supergirl has been better this year. Um, cool. I don't know if it's because it was on the CW or or they have a whole new team doing it. I don't know what all the background stuff is on it, but sure. I will say that I have enjoyed enjoyed uh, Supergirl way more this season. Nice. And then just to finish up on that, the fourth show is uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Never heard of it. Sounds oh, like my that. word. Yeah. I watched it's probably... A half of an episode on Netflix, it was pretty bad. <laughs> it's, it's got uh, Legends of Tomorrow. It's got Brandon Ruth. It's got somebody else. Well, it's basically got all the extra characters that like were cool characters that appeared on the Arrow or the Flash, but didn't really fit in for long-term roles, but they wanted to give them something. It's basically like a bunch of leftovers. I see. And, it was pretty bad. Yeah. And I, I, I watched it last season up until probably about two-thirds of the way through the season, and then they had the best episode yet. It was way better than everything else. 
But it was too little too late, and I just stopped yeah. after that one. Alright, I'm gonna give you guys an example of why I didn't like that show. They're going through and they're doing, I guess, like the origin stories and stuff like this. And there's the two hawk people, and apparently they get reincarnated. And so the guy hawk is like, I want to do this thing. I want to join up with the team. And the lady hawk is like, no way, we're not going to do that. And he's like, we'll just sell this like we always do. And they're in the middle of their apartment, which is a pretty big apartment, but it's still an apartment. And... They jump at each other like they're gonna start throwing down, and I'm like, seriously? They're gonna they have just a big destroy the, every time they have a disagreement. They completely <laughs> destroy their apartment. And... Yeah, pretty much I'm everything like... with Hawk, uh, Hawkman and Hot Girl is just terrible. Pretty much everything. <laughs> seriously, it, terrible. Like I, I mean, uh, of course, they didn't yeah. even show the fight. They just cut out to it. it. It showed them jumping at each other, and then they moved on to the next guys. I'm like, this is stupid. Hmm. So I'm glad they got rid of the hot characters this season. That's helped a lot, but it still struggles. I, I have to motivate myself to watch it. Yeah. yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, it's definitely the weak link of the CW superhero shows. Yeah, interesting. No, it's, no, it's, it's not, not interesting. interesting. That's the problem. <laughs> so you're saying we don't need to rush out and uh, uh, watch that one and the that part of it? Yes, yeah. Well, thanks to everybody who's listening in, and thanks guys for joining the podcast tonight. Sorry, we kind of left on a whimper there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dave will use editing to turn it around and make it look like we left on a huge explosion. And okay, yeah, we can go out Q talking about eating prostitutes now. or something. Oh, and we finally have at least the intro for our theme song that I could edit into the podcast. Oh, it's super Ooh. dope too. It's really cool. Yay. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, we still don't have the full version yet. But uh, maybe in another six months we'll have that. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And uh, we will be back again next week for our review of The Arrival and then for our next podcast episode. Hooray! Yeah. Thanks for joining us. And we'll be doing... Yeah, yeah, Arrival. Oh, and you know Yay. something we never talk about on here? The, like, every podcast... I'm a podcastaholic. Every podcast always talks about their, you know, if uh, their Twitter handles. If you want to find me, uh, I am just S Morrison twenty at S Morrison twenty. So, uh, if anyone's interested, I'm at Davealicious AOG, which no one can ever spell or pronounce properly, but it is what it is. <laughs> I yes. quit Twitter about a year ago. <laughs> yeah, I haven't logged on Twitter for ages. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's a good way to keep up, and you know, it's uh, I post on there when I put new videos up and things like that. So uh, of my let's plays and things. So which I'm getting ready to put it. I have to edit it together, uh, but I'm getting ready to put up a fun one where Dave, Matt, and I were taming something, and we were flying along on a bird. Just to give you a, a heads up, we're flying along on a Tapahara, and. Matt, somehow you shot me in the back of the head. And, uh, yes, <laughs> apparently Tapaharas travel faster than bullets in the yeah. universe. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> I, I fell off. They were stuck on it. And so it was, uh, it was pretty fun. We, we tamed a whole bunch of uh, – a whole pack of uh, Allosauruses. So yes. it was kind of a cool one. It was so a good time. I'll, I'll get that one up hopefully in the next couple of days. Uh, I was sitting, sitting around it's like – I need to find a good uh, video editing software. I'm trying to do some Google searches, and it's all just coming up with garbage. And then it dawned on me. It's like, you know, my work gave me a MacBook Pro, 
those come baked in with some of the best video editing software. I just should use that. So probably I'll probably should. work on that. Yeah. Well, for Windows, I really, really like uh, Corel's Video Studio. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it compares with what's baked into uh, MacBook, but yeah. if you already have something that's free. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I'm going to go with that because it's free for right now. So hopefully I'm never fired. <laughs> well, and we have our Agents of Game Twitter at uh, just uh, at Agents of Game. Um, so that's not hard. And we're at facebook.com slash agents of game and agents of game.com and forums.agentsofgame.com. And- Ooh, and come check out our uh, ARC uh, server. Yes. And uh, we have our. We have our new line of adult diapers coming soon at diapers.agentsofgame.com. <laughs> nice. We, we don't yet For have the Agents of Game flamethrower. Elderly throw. fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or for those exactly. that are just too lazy to get up and go to the bathroom while they're gaming. I mean, yep. come on. Those who long hasn't been night, there? All night long sessions. You need to wear the diapers. Or when stupid terror birds spawn in your base and scare the shit out of you and you poop your pants. <laughs> be perfect for that. Stupid terror birds. I hate them. I might go down and just kill the one that I have tamed because I hate them so much. <laughs> staring at him through the window of my cabin right now. Well, that's kind of why I just randomly shoot some of my animals. I mat, I mats come over to my base sometimes. Like, why, why is this? Why is this dino asleep? Because I shot it in the head. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I just need its eggs. <laughs> <laughs> but it can't lay eggs while it's unconscious. Well, sometimes you just have to do what you have to do. There you go. To learn its place in the world. <laughs> Cool. Well, good night, everybody. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> yeah, I've been one of the things. Uh, there's a guy who's supposed to be doing voiceovers for us as well, mm. but apparently he decided to run for some sort of office and then got elected. And uh, President Trump was going to do our voiceovers. Uh, yes, and that freaking oh slacker. God, that would be amazing. <laughs> no, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, too funny. I don't know what kind of voices Donald Trump can do. I don't know. His own is, is good enough. Pretty funny, yeah, that's true. Oh, I might try to go and try some of the pumpkin pie I made tonight. It's a cream cheese pumpkin pie. Ooh, pie. nice. Is that uh, preparing for, was that a practice run for Thanksgiving, or? Um, yes and no. I was planning on taking it, well, if, if assuming it doesn't kill anybody, I'm planning on making some more and um, taking them to my home teaching families tomorrow. Um, and then, Why would it matter if it killed people? As long as it tastes good, that's the important thing. <laughs> I mean... Wouldn't you rather go out eating something delicious than not? <laughs> yeah, know? and if it kills one of them and they complain about it, you just be like, well, uh, you know, you shouldn't Lap be so needy. Lap a disclaimer on it and be like, caution may cause loss of life, extreme taste bud enjoyment, and awesomeness. You know, there you go. Yeah, yeah. And you're covered. <laughs> and then, I mean, in the end, when you do kill them, you can give them a blessing. And, you know, <laughs> you got all ends covered. <laughs> well, you know, if they're dead, you know, I don't have to do home teaching at that point. Also, a, also a <laughs> big better. bonus. <laughs> Be like, uh, no, President, uh, my uh, home teaching 
I, I hundred percented it this month because they died. <laughs> <laughs> it may or may not be important that I baked some bad pies and ended up killing them, but yeah. you know, we got it done. It's the important thing. Side side issue, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. <laughs> Can't believe Thanksgiving is this week. What happened to this year? I, know, I don't it's gone know. So fast, and is does it feel like? I don't know. Maybe it's just out here, but does it seem like everyone is Christmas obsessed this year too? Like, ever my whole Facebook feed has just been an endless stream of, oh, I just need to put up my Christmas tree, and that was starting at Halloween. It's like. I would start to see people saying, oh, as soon as Halloween's over, I'm throwing up my Christmas tree. It's like, do you people not understand? There's a holiday in between here and there. <laughs> we need to put up turkey decorations and cornucopias and uh, my, autumn uh, colored shit. And yeah, where, my what wife's happened already to the... got our Christmas decorations up. <laughs> see? It feels like I don't remember that happening the last couple of years, but it seems like this year has been... One person, oh, I needed some Christmas therapy, and they put up all their pictures of their Christmas stuff. I still have to entertain my parents for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I don't have time for Christmas yet. Well, yeah, I haven't seen a lot of that on my feed. They, I did have someone today talking about putting up their Christmas tree, but uh, and I don't yeah. remember. Maybe this year has I don't some remember special circumstances. Like, this year does. Yeah. Yes. I don't remember putting up Christmas stuff until after Thanksgiving ever before. Um, and when I was a kid, I don't think we ever really put up a tree until my mom's birthday is like December 13th or something. Maybe that's when Uh we did it or December 10th. And we always, that became a thing. We always put up the Christmas tree because when she was a kid, that was the day they'd all go out and cut down a tree and put one up was her birthday. Mm -hmm. Ah. So maybe it's just me. We always did the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's awesome. what we've been doing with my my family, with my kiddo and whatnot. Yeah, my wife strictly enforces that. See, I, I'm the kind of person, I love Christmas music, so I could listen to Christmas music all year round. Um, <laughs> but my wife is very strict. No, no Christmas anything. Like, I can listen to it if I have my headphones on. But in terms of public displays of Christmas, there's nothing before the day after Thanksgiving. And then her birthday <laughs> is January 14th. So it's really close to Christmas, and she hates the idea of getting birthday presents wrapped in Christmas stuff. Ugh, so everything yeah. has to be put away, hopefully by <laughs> New Year's Day. But if not by New Year's Day, everything has to be put away before her birthday, and it can't be in Christmas wrapping at all. Christmas music is only okay all year long. Is only if it's Trans-Siberian Orchestra, so you can get jacked up to go out and <laughs> knock through some walls. <laughs> I get excited when I hear that. Uh, well, I remember uh, um, yeah. when I worked at Office Depot, I don't remember which time it was, but um, some of the times I, I would I would help cashier if the, if the front end got busy and they needed extra help. And when sometimes, depending on the reason for a credit card decline, sometimes the machine, the cash register would instruct us to call the credit card company to get an approval for the customer. Yeah. Sometimes we could push it through. Um, and I remember it was like October 3rd. October 3rd. Not November 3rd, October 3rd. The whole music was Christmas music. No! No! That sounds horrible, Dave. 
And, you know, I, I love Christmas music, but that just seems a little bit excessive for, like, a public company to be doing that. I mean, I understand for Hobby Lobby, because Hobby Lobby or places like that, if you're making the crafts, that takes time. You know, in my case, if I start making a craft, it might be ready by, right. you know, Christmas 2039. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you got to get that. Stores like that totally make sense. You got to get going early. You got to start in, you know, September. Or but something. In, unless people are actually making something, you know, at least November. At least November. Yeah. Yeah. I, agree. I would just be happy if I never heard another Christmas song again. <gasps> oh, no. Even Trans Siberian Orchestra? Because, I mean, we're talking about the speed metal of Christmas music. That All right. Tra- they, they are pretty good to listen to, but. They're about that's that's about it. I mean, do I, they have do they have more than two songs? Find somebody and listen to that. What do they have more than two songs that actually I get played? I think so. that actually get played. No, I have a couple of their albums and stuff like that, and I'll listen to those. But on the radio and things like that, no. There's Christmas in Sarajevo and whatever the the other one is. The Christmas Canon thing or whatever. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, no. There. I don't think there's a lot. Yeah, they're too busy playing like the tenth. 10- <laughs> bad remake of Jingle Bell Rock on the radio <laughs> to play Trans-Siberian Orchestra. You, you know, though, I'll take any bad thing of Jingle Bell Rock over Last Christmas or Last Wonderful Christmas, Christmas Time. Oh my word, me. you're right. Who Both likes those, those songs? No one. Who, Girl. Uh, why the are they still around? The Notebook, that's it. <laughs> oh, can, can we <laughs> just like, kill them? You can watch the notebook. Those songs are just like ear razors. I mean, seriously, they slice your eardrums up. Yeah. It saps um. my will to live. <laughs> oh, just awful. So much bad Christmas music. That's why I hate Christmas music so much. There's so much bad Christmas music, but they play it anyway. You don't listen to, like, a Justin Timberlake, or not Justin Timberlake, what's the Justin Bieber Christmas album? You don't go oh home every Lord. night and rock to rock out to that. <laughs> the I would, so, some of the people I work with, they know that I don't like Christmas music or Taylor Swift, mm. and they were telling me that Taylor Swift has a Christmas album this year. Yep. So it's true, true story. You know, the uh, only reason that I don't like her is because I don't like that. I feel like she just switched genres just because she knew she could make more money as a pop artist. She well, that's was exactly. how most country, awesome country female singer. Country I liked her country music, and then oh no, I'm going to sing pop music and just sell out. I mean, yep. I guess you can't fault somebody if you want to make a billion, a billion dollars, but still. I mean, that's you, the direction you give that up, almost If you want to do is. that, you give up your artist tag. You know, you're not an artist <laughs> anymore. You're just a pop singer. So how about uh, Hootie Darius Rucker, who went the other direction? See, I well, I don't mind if you switch. Switch, that's fine. But he did it, obviously, not because he could make more money, but just because he enjoyed that, the, the music, I would say. So I'm okay with that. Or there was a tragic accident with a blowfish, and he had nothing yeah. else to do. <laughs> you never want blowfish accidents. Um, who's Just another good Homer. example of going the other direction. Like uh, I think Sarah McLaughlin doesn't she do country music now? Or uh, I don't Cheryl know. Cheryl Crow, one of them does. Cheryl Crow music switched now. to kind of country. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, about Sarah Cheryl McLaughlin. Crow is just awful, and, and 
I oh. love Cheryl Crow. Oh I had to go to a Cheryl Crow concert, but it was in Omaha, and I couldn't get a ride up there. When I, was, I went to that uh, concert like a billion years ago. Um, it would have been probably around, I'm guessing, '97 or so. Yeah, I was just gonna say, yeah, that was. I went to that concert. Really? That was Seriously, in fact the first since, like um, uh, first non-country concert I went to. It's yes. uh, Sunset Boulevard. I have not liked anything. Yeah. The um, Tuesday Afternoon Music Club, whatever the name of that album was. Yeah. Yeah. She did that stupid duo thing, duet thing with Kid Rock. Oh, my word. That was just... Mm-hmm. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, That's please. Funny. Let me tear my eardrums out. I, I would rather not ever hear again after this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my. Kid Rock, there you go. He switched to country. Yeah. He was always, but I mean, he had that southern rock thing going on, which is so borderline country, anyways. Yeah. But his first album was not country at all. Right. Well, yeah. Again, I would label it as modern southern rock, even that first album. I guess if you want to get technical about it, and who doesn't like getting technical? So, <laughs> like, the all the rednecks would listen to that. So. <laughs> Yeah, he really has the redneck market cornered. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> he I don't know how he wasn't like the anthem to Donald Trump's campaign. That's a good point. He should have been. <laughs> Cuz that's exactly the market that Trump marketed to or played himself to. 